I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. It's still not clear what's happening with blind Chinese dissident Chen Guangcheng. Earlier today, Chen told the BBC that he's been unable to meet with U.S. officials to discuss his desire to leave China. That would appear to be a violation of the deal American diplomats had reached with China before Chen left the protection of the U.S. embassy in Beijing yesterday. During his six days in the embassy, Chen said he wanted to stay in China. But he changed his mind soon after leaving, saying he feared for the safety of his family. Chen's case is embarrassing the Obama administration and creating fresh tensions between Beijing and Washington, threatening to overshadow a visit by Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. We'll hear more about that in a moment. First, though, Chen Guangcheng has been persecuted in China because of his work pressing for an end to forced abortions and sterilizations under China's one-child policy. And that work has helped Chen gain support in the U.S. Reggie Littlejohn is president of the advocacy group Women's Rights Without Frontiers. She testified at an emergency hearing on Chen's case in Washington today. Littlejohn spoke to us earlier about why her group worked to help Chen. We oppose forced abortion, forced sterilization, and infanticide. So it doesn't really matter whether you're pro-choice or pro-life philosophically. No one supports forced abortion because it's not a choice. And what we're doing is we are showing the unintended consequences of the one-child policy, which is the most violent policy against women, not only in the world today, but in the history of the world. Chen's case has created, obviously, a political firestorm. Uh, it's also, his case has also been embraced by a number of pro-life organizations in the United States. And it, it may not be part of your agenda, uh, Women's Rights Without Frontiers, but it doesn't mean it's, uh, it's not getting co-opted by anti-abortion advocates. Do you, do you think Mr. Chen has become a representative, in a way, for the pro-life movement? Well, I think that, that he has, but I don't know that he would necessarily identify himself as pro-life. No one, to my knowledge, has ever asked him that question. It's clear that he opposes coercion. Now, in terms of the pro-life groups that have gotten behind him, I think that's great because, as I said, it doesn't matter whether you're pro-life or pro-choice. No one supports forced abortion because it's not a choice. And I challenge the pro-choice organizations to get behind Chen Guanchen because he very specifically has given his life to oppose coercion of women. It's interesting. I mean, you you work in a highly polarized, politicized subject of abortion rights. Is this one of those rare places where abortion rights advocates and anti-abortion advocates uh, may actually be coming together? I believe it's the only place. I think that uh, that opposing forced abortion is is something that everybody can agree on. And I also think that opposing the selective abortion of baby girls is something that people can agree on. And so Women's Rights Without Frontiers um, is the only organization I'm aware of that is walking this tightrope. Uh, and so far, we're doing it pretty effectively. And what it means is, yeah, the pro-life uh, community has embraced the issue. But also, I, I have uh, addressed the European Parliament twice I was um, I addressed the Obama White House once. More pro-choice venues have also opened their doors to Women's Rights Without Frontiers because we do not take a position on the life issue. Well, let me ask the question in a different way. Does all the hoopla over Chen now complicate the abortion discussion here in the United States? Are you beginning to sense that? 
the way that it gets sidestepped when you talk about the mainstream media, they really mostly characterize him as a human rights activist. And they might not even mention that his specific issue is forced abortion. Right. But I just checked out this website, LifeNews.com, that talks about Chen's case and then asks readers below to click like if you're pro-life. Right. So uh, that's the way that they're presenting it. You know, I'm very grateful to the pro-life organizations for embracing this issue, because if they hadn't, it wouldn't be getting the traction that it does. I just am challenging the pro-choice uh, organizations to do the same thing. I mean, you could just as easily have an article about Chen Wen Chen and, uh, on a pro-choice website and have somebody say, click here if you're pro-choice. Mm. Ms. Littlejohn, what do you think uh, of how the Obama administration has handled Chen's case? I think uh, that it's abysmal. I think that they have fumbled it very seriously by, in some sense, overly encouraging or even some people would say coercing him into leaving the embassy uh, and then not following through with the escort inside of the hospital that they had promised. Now, that being said, I heard that they have said that if Chen indeed does want to come to the United States, that they can help him. And that is what has to happen. Chen's life is in danger in China. So is his family. And the United States need to grant him asylum and bring them all here. Reggie Littlejohn, president of Women's Rights Without Frontiers, an advocacy group. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you very much.